0: Welcome to another episode yo, of the yo, Criterion yo. Cult Podcast. Thank you for listening, cult yo, yo, members. Yo, yo. I am one of your
1: hosts, Jordan Garcia. We got Mondo Arvizu over here,
2: Diego the Demon Diaz, and I'm still COVID free. And that's good.
3: Uh, Nacho the Fool <laughs> Congratulations. And oh, we're, it's, we're very excited today yeah, because, because yeah, we've got a
0: very special guest. It's really cramped in here today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who do yeah. yeah. we got?
4: My name is Andrew Gomez, aka A3K, aka the Sandwich King, aka the Sultan of Sandwich, aka the Peanut Butter Jesus. There you go. I can Ooh. I can keep going, but <laughs> that's <laughs> the full podcast. It's just going to be you reciting. The Prince that. A- of Poutine. Andrew, I need a nickname. Give me one. Ooh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Let me give me. Can I borrow one of yours? I'll have one by the end. During <laughs> <You're in laughs> the pod, you seem to be pretty good at giving those out <laughs> <laughs> to yourself, especially. I can name myself pretty
0: well. Yeah. So we we got Andrew as a guest on the pod. Thank you for being on the pod. It's a pleasure to be here, Andrew. Thanks for coming yes, by. So what we do here on the Criterion Cult is we talk about a film that's in the Criterion Collection, and then usually it's one of the hosts that brings a movie to try to get into the collection, and then the other three will vote it in or out. But today... Well, you
1: can guess what's going on today, right? Who's <laughs> yeah, bringing yeah, that movie?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, the host is going to have to try to go up, tr- throw something on the chopping block and see if we let it in or out. Uh, it should be fun. So yeah, today we're talking about Inside Lewin Davis, which is the... Is- what, what?
1: Our guest is bringing it, not the host.
0: Oh, what did I say? You I said the host? host. Oh, sorry. Sorry, yeah. we're well, we getting semantics again. We'll, we'll, fix <laughs> the we'll the cut sem- editing. that out. Yeah, we'll yeah. fix this in editing. Uh, yeah. All right. So we're doing Inside Lewin Davis from the Criterion Collection, which is a Coen Brothers movie. And then we are talking about, what would you bring to the chopping block today?
4: The year was 1987 when this masterpiece was brought to light. Oh, the music
0: dad. <laughs> it,
1: it is.
4: The greatest movie of all time. La Bamba.
1: Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. There you go, ladies and gents. I mean,
4: what better movie to talk about than La Bamba?
0: Exactly. <laughs> Come it's, on, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> so we, hey, I like that. <laughs> so we've got two films about musicians. One's about a real musician. One is sort of just based on a musician's like, music. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the era of... A scene? Yeah, a scene. It's yeah. based on a scene, yeah. pretty much. So, yeah. All right. Well... Before we start getting into Inside and Davis, I just want to say that we got Andrew Gomez as a guest, and he also, if you guys need to check out, what 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 do you got uh, for us? I know you're also in a band. Yes. You've got, uh, you've, you're making sandwiches, and yes. you're talking about wrestling. I
4: do I do a lot of stupid shit. Uh, I've oh, that's, a, that's I've, good shit. I have a weekly wrestling podcast, if you're into professional wrestling. Uh, we cover everything from the backstage stuff to reviewing the pay-per-views, reviewing the shows for the week. Um, that's called the Put Me Over Podca- Podcast. Um, every Tuesday, I make a sandwich um, on my Instagram. So you can just follow me at It's Me A3K if you want to watch me make a sandwich.
3: Cool. sandwich we'll talk about some stuff. That's right. Um, what did you make today? It's Tuesday.
4: Well, I made an exception because I wanted to be on oh, this podcast okay. so bad. So we moved the podcast to – or the, we moved the show till we made tomorrow. A cat He's starving. So <laughs> <are> we get <laughs> this going? Guys? I, I didn't get my sandwich today. I'm feeling kind of <laughs> off, but I'm going to bring it in. <laughs> um so yeah and then i'm also i play in, in a band called a rock and a hard place which is like a hip-hop band and i'm also in a saves the day cover band called Holly Hawks and the forget me Nots.
0: hell yeah Ooh, so six, it's six. great we got a musician here to talk about these musician movies yeah
4: but you guys you guys all kind of play music though right
0: well i don't it, well not anymore in another at least life, in my, yes. i yeah. wish i played more for sure yeah sort yeah. of stopped yeah we do oh. podcasts now. <laughs> yeah, really, that's what, that's what it is. Yeah, that's thing. what it
1: is. <laughs> we had mics, so we just, that's the next best <laughs> yeah. thing. I don't have to learn anything.
0: I just need to talk <laughs> for this. And what, what what I need to talk about is movies, and we're talking about Inside Lewin Davis. So, this was directed by the Coen Brothers, stars Oscar Isaac, Carrie Mulligan, John Goodman, Garrett Hedlund, Justin Timberlake, Adam Driver, a lot of dudes, not very many women in this. And it is a, about a week in the life of a young singer as he navigates the Greenwich Village folk scene of 1961. And it's inspired by an autobiography of a folk singer named Dave Van Ronk, who was around during the time before, basically, Bob Dylan uh, blew up. Yeah. So it's like kind of that, uh, like Greenwich Village. Yeah, uh, Greenwich. Greenwich. Is it Greenwich? I was, was going to say. They, they, I think it's Greenwich. It,
3: it's spelled Greenwich, but they they pronounce it Greenwich. Greenwich. You know what?
4: Tomorrow for my sandwich show, I'm making a Greenwich. go. Greenwich. <laughs> you yeah.
3: go. And then,
0: um, so this is a movie about a musician who is struggling. Yeah. Uh, not not unlike a couple of podcasters who are yeah. struggling. Yeah. And he's trying to find his way, and it's done by the great. Directors Joel and Ethan Cohen,
1: written by Joel and Ethan Cohen,
0: written, directed, you know, they're they're fantastic. Yeah,
1: they do the whole damn thing. Yeah, they there are do multiple hats.
0: Yeah, they. I think they edit it too. No, don't they edit it under a synonym or a, sure. a, an alias? I mean, sorry, pseudonym. There you go. But I think, yeah, they, I, I believe they do. I believe they edit it. Greenwich, Greenwich. What's <laughs> funny is he said
3: cinnamon, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> cinnamon. We don't say words
1: right on this you going to put that on the sandwich? I'll put cinnamon. some cinnamon on it. <laughs> so besides
0: me and Mondo, this was everybody else's first time seeing this film. Yeah. hmm What do you guys think of this, uh, I guess, this This sort of aimless... Because it doesn't really have a plot, necessarily. It's pretty much about literally a a week in the life of this musician who goes through these things that, you know, in a lot of ways, if you're an artistic person, even if you're not necessarily a musician, if you're even just trying to be a stand-up, or if you're just trying to do something where it requires you to go into some bar and stand in front of a bunch of people and perform, where you know nobody cares, you know that... You're putting yourself out there for people to just get drunk and ignore you. Yeah. And I think this really kind of captures that in a really great way.
3: Um, I'm a huge fan of how how much of uh, he's like a punk rock uh, metalhead elitist kind of, you know, where it's like he's just better than everyone. He scoffs at anyone's style. He just he just he yeah. knows he knows how to do it and he does it the best. And yeah, no one is you know, exactly. Yeah. I, I love how much of an asshole like he he's in this movie. You know, that's just. It's, yeah, it's, 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 constantly...
0: it's something you can
3: definitely relate to. I oh, imagine. for sure. I, I was like, <laughs> "That's me, dude. That's me." And
2: yeah, he's constantly <laughs> questioning everyone else's like act or performance. He's constantly asking, "Like, you like that? It's, what do you think of that?" Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And then when the when the bar. Uh, the bar owner where he plays at multiple times asks him like, "Oh, what'd you think of this?" He always makes this face where it's kind of like, "Oh man, he just he just thinks he's better." I I like the his sweaters. <laughs> yeah, that's that's, his, that's yeah, the best always, thing he can come up yeah, with. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah.
0: always and that's something like you know, especially when I was in a band when I was younger, when you would sort of ask people like people in another band they are like, "Oh, what'd you think of my set?" It was like, "Oh, like like oh, I like a uh, they'll like start like seeing like uh, complimenting your guitar or something." Like, so yeah, that they just, something that they don't they... want to say you're awful. Like they don't want
1: to be like right, we don't yeah. like. I like that when you, was... you clapped and danced.
0: Yeah. <laughs> when you jumped soon. off the yeah. stage, that was dope, dude. Right. They would just say stuff <laughs> like that. <laughs> but what would you think about
2: And uh, uh, they would know, just that, be like that well, one song before that, that song. Yeah. yeah. They would say yeah. stuff like that. Oh, that last song. Yeah. yeah. That
0: was a good one. I like that one. Yeah. Oh yeah. But that plenty of times. Exactly. And so I feel like he is sort of that asshole that when Especially when, because me and Mondo were in bands when we were younger, growing up in in the scene that we were in, we were sort of those assholes, but everybody was those assholes. And and that's why that scene really didn't strive, because nobody was really helping each other. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of about... And I think that's kind no of No one what, even liked their sweaters. Yeah. No one, no one ever complimented anything <laughs> we did. And we
1: tried on those sweaters. Yeah, yeah we did. We took we full really days <laughs> finding them. If
4: you guys want to buy the sweater, they got them for sale in the back. Like, you can't wear your own merch, though. Right?
1: <laughs> well, I mean,
0: we just bought cool... Uh, we bought cool, yeah. like... Um, Cardigans. Thrift store sweaters. Like, yeah. oh, okay, store okay, yeah. okay. You know? yeah, it was like around that time when, you you know, you had to wear thrift store stuff. And you yeah, were cool.
4: Was oh, yeah. That was thing. like... Yeah. That was the scene, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. for sure.
0: So... I enjoy this movie in the sense that it really brings in that that theme and that uh, that spirit and that vibe. So, like we said, we're talking about this guy, and and it sort of makes you feel that way too because you know that he, he's not going to get anywhere because he doesn't want to change. Like she, like Carrie Mulligan, sort of tells him, like, "Yells at him." You're you don't know, you don't want to change. You want shit to be the same forever, and he doesn't necessarily say no because he knows it's true. He knows that because in order to gain success, you have to work a little harder. Not to say that he doesn't work hard, because he does. See, that's yeah. the
2: thing I had that struggle I had with his character is not knowing whether he was trying or or not really. Because I mean,
0: if you trick across all, yeah, the that's what stuff, I was say, I mean, You're trying when he took I that trip. Yeah, when
2: he took that trip to Chicago uh, and he made that and then like you know stepping on the snow and all like like he's struggling. Yeah, but at the same time, do you think like he's kind of just like settling for for where he's at? Well, because it's,
1: he rather complain about things than actually than actually do, do something. About you know, it. because he's been a, he's been at this rodeo so many times. Yeah. that's why like how the film ends. It's just a a constant right. It's like a cycle, hard, you know? a cycle of it's his like, life. Like it's not so like a cut and dry like yeah. Groundhog Day, but you know he's been through this. Like and he, he's quit and he's tried to go back to being. Uh, what his father did, the what was it, the navy, Seal- merchant like, marine, yeah. merchant yeah. marine, yeah. you know. So you, you know he's done these things multiple times where he's quit. He he says he hates folk music, but that's what he's playing. He's playing folk music and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's just. Well, another... I hated emo, but I played it. Yeah. <laughs>
3: did you guys think he was gonna redeem himself though? I mean, not you know not redeem, but like you know that glimpse where he's driving back from Chicago, right? Um, yeah. And he sees that that town that his. So at, earlier in the mo- in the movie he um, there's a scene Well, he gets Carrie Mulligan pregnant, right? And he goes to the same doctor and when he's going to this doctor to say, Hey, how much do I owe you for this? To
0: get to, he needs to get Carrie Mulligan a an uh, abortion, abortion. Because that's Justin Timberlake's girl. Yeah. yeah.
3: And so yeah, he goes to the doctor. And the doctor's like, Oh, you don't owe me anything. And he's like, Why? He's like, Why well, brought he's like, What about Diana? And he's like, Oh, you didn't know? Basically saying that she, she didn't go got through it. with she the never abortion. Got it. And he, he was and he, he could he, get got money it. back to her. He yeah.
0: had done an abortion before yeah. with this girl yeah. and she never went through with it and right. he didn't know. Yeah. So, yeah, they do, but that's that's what's great about this movie yeah. is that they have that scene where he's driving by the town where he could pull over and go and rekindle with the, you know, his daughter or son or whatever and, and the girl and, and have that new life, but he doesn't because he's, not, he's just going to end up on that fucking couch. Yeah. He's going to end up on his friend's couch. That's all this movie is about. Mm-hmm. And that's because of the way you... Are with yourself about yourself, you trying to sabotage yourself as well as
1: he's like a stray cat,
0: yeah. Or, well, the thing is, is that he, it's sort of that he can't even hold on to the cat, right? It, it's just like, it, yeah, the that was a metaphor his, for the cat. It. Is sort of his career, yeah, oh. exactly.
2: That was the <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I would get it now. yeah, Uh-huh. I would, we watch
1: movies us, here, the we watch cool. films oh. here, yeah. So, but I was thinking the cat was like. Yeah, it comes back, but you know, it like it runs away. You know, it knows it ha- it has its home, but it runs away. You know, and it knows it can come back. Kind of like that's how. Like he knows he can just crash on someone's couch. He like yes, he knows exactly. these things. Yeah, Like
4: yeah. a survivor. Like he, he'll, he's gonna find a way, but he's not gonna really like, try. It's just right. where you have something. You to know, improve. you kind of
1: have something good, and you can just you know you just kind of fuck it away. Pretty much. Well, like when he he recorded that song that he thought sucked, right?
4: With yeah, Justin Timberlake, Justin Timberlake yeah, he's like, I need money now, and he's like, Well, yeah. if you want your money now, we can cut you a check, but you're gonna give away all your roads. Like, yeah. Hey, yeah, I don't want Which care. later okay. it comes back
2: to bite him <laughs> in yeah. the butt because
4: yeah. that song ended up being a hit. Yeah,
0: and why does he need to do that? Because he needs to give Carrie Mulligan an abortion. abortion yeah. So if he wasn't fucking his friend's girlfriend, <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't. He would have been able to. Ju- he wouldn't have to have rushed to get that money. He would have right. been able to wait and go through all that you know thing, that the legal stuff thing, or the rigmarole with the label. So that he can actually get money mm-hmm. for that and consistently, so yeah. Right, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm saying. So that's what his that is. It just reminds me of sort of when I was younger. Not that I was getting paying for abortions or anything, or playing with Justin Timberlake. You pay it's votes. like
1: it's wh- where's your scrotum? But you literally, <laughs> but you
0: literally just went out of your way and just sabotage yourself. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. As yeah. opposed to trying to like keep go ahead, whether it's in music or whatever it was that you know. You were well, I feel to,
2: like. I mean, I was part of bands, too, and I felt like the the whole idea, like, oh, man, you know, when we when we get big or when we do this, but did we ever really try? Because I, I right. don't think yeah, we exactly. really tried, And but we I were think, like that, too. We uh, were always judging everyone else that went on before us and thinking, like, I don't know, we're yeah. better than that. Every yeah. show was like a battle of the band. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Like in man, our head, sucks, yeah, 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 for sure. And
0: unfortunately, a lot of times, you thought putting in the work just meant, okay, I wrote some songs. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's all I should have to do, Man, and they're keep better keep than this band. Songs. Yeah, and then but how those, many times did band you do that the that pay, you're pay to f-
2: plays and just didn't go but, anywhere? But
0: what I'm saying, but that's what I'm saying. Like the you're you just wrote a song and you're just like, well, I did the work, my, right? My band wrote these songs, and these are better than the songs of these bands that I'm playing with. Mm-hmm. But you, what you don't know is that the bands that you're making fun of, they've been playing every weekend. Yeah, you haven't. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been uh, going touring in places. Yeah, and yeah Just playing sure. to nobody and and struggling and doing shit. You haven't. You've been literally just following the safe route and You'd playing
4: been,
1: for your friends thinking your it's friends some sort of friends in backyards and, yeah.
4: and yeah. Making yeah. stickers, directing people to your MySpace
1: page. Like, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Posting those bulletins. Yeah. Show. <laughs> Posting and, those and stories. Park. Oh my God, this is Criterion Gold. <laughs> 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 this is a band. <laughs> well, we got to treat it like one. You know, yeah Because well, that's the only way people are going to listen to this
0: thing. Yeah. Is if we say it's a band. Yeah, we're practicing. We're <laughs> we got to trick them. We We got trick them.
4: With, with this movie, I ended up feeling like i ended up being like kind of sad about like because i i saw myself in a lot of the ways that um oscar isaac's character uh lewin davis was because i i I saw a lot of my shortcomings in him and it was playing out on tv and i just got kind of really bummed out about it you know
0: right i think that's one of the best things about this movie too because it literally makes you feel bad about like something where you you can because as we're older now we can look back at, at ourselves oh and I hate like, my younger self dude. exactly and be like ah shit like that was me. I was a dumb fucking shit like yeah. That. <laughs> yeah you know yeah. and I think that makes the movie better because you like kind of seeing yourself in that purgatory because again you like to see yourself hurt yeah and you just want to watch that over and over again because you just want to be you want to be the victim yeah yeah right? Like you yeah. wanna be the one like, yeah, that's me. Like I'm not saying you, but me too. You wanna yeah. to be like, Yeah, that's me, I'm fucking ever the world's against me. I'm fucking, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And that's what's great. I think that's what I think that's
1: kinda of the point. Yeah, that's why I doing. felt so nihilistic today, leaving the house. <laughs> just like I'm never gonna do anything I'm not, why does anything matter why does anything exist
4: what is yeah, why, am I, why am I trying why am yeah, I making why, sandwiches why, for fuck making sandwiches dude yeah. no one gives a fuck and, I'm just making sandwiches for no one
0: and and I think another thing about this movie too is in a way it sort of kind of tells you it doesn't really matter if you're talented because he's a very talented yeah, that's, yeah, artist Llewyn sure. Davis is obviously but and but is everyone knows but is he, is he marketable yeah and, and is he willing to do the things that need to be done so like for instance like so it's it pretty much ends with Bob Dylan, yeah, a young Bob Dylan, an unknown Bob Dylan, playing where he always played, where yeah. no one ever noticed him, yeah. and that's where Bob Dylan got played and got noticed, yeah. right? By like because of a New York Times article, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So Bob Dylan never tell like he always just makes shit up. He never really told real stories about himself when he would get interviewed, mm-hmm. right? He would always just make up like origin stories of himself and mm-hmm. things like that, and he was he was very animated and very uh, very. He was an asshole, but in that way that's sort of performative, and that you can sort of like him mm-hmm. and go with it because you're like, oh, he's an artist. Whereas like Lou Lew- Davis isn't that way. You, if he was gonna get interviewed or get, he would just be an asshole. He would just, yeah yeah he's he just would just complain guy. about how everything sucks, how how everyone sucks around him, how he's better, and there's no reason why these other things should be uh, well known and he's not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas like Bob Dylan didn't do that. He was just an asshole in this kind of like. I just knew uh, how to do it yes, and make yeah.
1: make fun of it yeah. and
0: he knew how to be like, a personality, he know, like yeah, a, a,
1: exactly. a persona wanted, Yeah, yeah you know? for sure. Yeah. He was having fun with it, and Lou Lewin, and, and Lewin Davis is not having fun at all. Davis would yeah. be
3: better around now, like you know, yeah, that you know. He'd be he would great on the internet. In. Yeah. He would fit yeah. in better now. Yeah, exactly. He'd be great on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just talking shit
0: to bands, like tagging a bunch of bands, you just talking shit. To them. Yeah. yeah, that would be. Great. You guys up for me at
4: the fucking gaslight? You guys suck. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> With the fucking sweater you guys are wearing s- idiots. S- fucking sellouts, dude. Great sweaters though.
0: Yeah, but and yeah, Was so that wool. And so it, it has that like I, I like you said earlier. He does have that kind of punk attitude to him. Yeah, where he's very punk rock and that he's just. I don't want to follow what everyone's doing because he even argues with Carrie Mulligan where he tells her you just you're just doing music so that you can get a house in the suburbs. He's all that's uh, opportunist or careerist, and that's pretty square. And she's just saying like, what? At least we try. Yeah. You don't fucking try. You just sleep on the couch. Yeah. And he doesn't try. Well, I guess that's the point, right? You watch the movie, and it seems like he's trying. To me, it seems like he's trying. I mean, if you're sleeping on couches, if you're actually trying to play places yeah that's a step
2: but he doesn't go further than yeah like, it you know just what I mean?
3: he tries but then he gets shitted on or you know something just get, like he he feels that it's not it's just he tries but then it's shut down immediately and he's just like he gives up like yeah he's like, i'm just gonna keep doing what i'm doing like fuck it like you he know? had
4: that audition yeah and like the guy was just like we're not markable he didn't try to fight Back right
1: it he was just, just kind of like, it is yeah, what it I, is yeah, i yeah. saw that coming well that yeah, was what, what great... does he say right after that he's like okay he said he no just, like, he, he just, just like... says
0: like i don't see any money in this and he just goes all right well yeah, yeah. i guess that's it then. Yeah. yeah and i think it's because also that is a great scene because i think that's that's a really great scene and again whether it's you make music or you're trying to be an actor or you're trying to be a stand-up comic or you're trying to be a podcaster yeah there's going to be that moment where some you're going to put your heart out you're going to show someone your art in a way that you're just like there's no way they're going to like say no to this right because yeah. you're sure going to it yeah and they're just going to they're not even going to see it in the way that you present it they're just going to be like of course there's no money in this yeah yeah and, and then, you're just like fuck like that's just you you, you would just be defeated just, yeah like, but then, that's just popping all the air well, out your it depends your on how
1: you look at it like you can be defeated you know like fuck like or you can just like, okay, I'm going to do better next time. Or fuck you. I'm going to prove you wrong. True. You know, yeah. it's just how you look at things. And the bad brains, uh, PMA, positive mental attitude. <laughs> you know, it's like, you got to put that out there. You know, you kind of like... That you can, is true. You can, like, you can just say, yeah, fuck it. Okay, like, I, I suck. I'm gonna just going to go work a boring, you know, suburb job and be like, like how his sister is, you know? Like, she just wants a house. She just wants, like, to be normal. And just because you're not in the entertainment business doesn't mean you're not trying you know for something or living a life you know yeah which yeah. is she kind of tries to make him see that too yeah. when she yeah, exactly. when he goes back to her house and whatever. that that made me see that too you know like it doesn't mean you're not trying or trying to be creative or something you know like you can do that or It's just the things you want. People want different things. Yeah. Not everyone wants to be in the entertainment business or something. You know. Sure.
0: People just want to make art. They they don't necessarily want to be famous or get paid a bunch of money for it. Or they just
1: want a family, a house in the suburbs. Like. Oh yeah. You know. Right. You're
0: talking about that. Like how he tells his sister, uh, what like uh, what am I gonna do? Just exist. Yeah. What exist? That's all I do. If you're not in show business, Mm -hmm. and that's true. Yeah. Because I remember when I was younger, I would have that idea too. I'm like, oh, what do these people do? They're just gonna exist around here. I still have that idea. I'm in the arts. You know. Like, I'm in the arts here. I'm doing a podcast. Yeah. All right. Like, what are you gonna do? Just uh, go to your job. Your nine to five. I need yeah. to get a job. If anyone knows, of <laughs> nine to five, leads. I got my resume. Yeah, <laughs> just email me. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's just like what. That's the way I used to feel when I was younger. I was like, yeah. I'm gonna join a band. Like, you know, my yeah. mom's like, oh, you're going to get a job. She's like being nice about it. She's yeah. like, oh, you know, she's not forcing me or anything. She's like, mm-hmm. you're going to get a job. Everything's going to be okay. You know, you, you're going to try to find one. Like, listen, mom, mm-hmm. I'm out here trying to <laughs> tour the world I'm <laughs> punk rock. I just wrote
1: a song. What have oh, you done? Haven't you heard me in this room <laughs> slamming this guitar? <laughs>
0: And she's like, "Oh, that's fine. I'm not, you know." And I'm like, "Listen, leave me alone. You don't, appreciate any of those power chords I learned." Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like "I learned how to play Phoenix, TX." <laughs> yeah, that's about as. Really my as fault, I huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. So, but all right, so we've been talking about kind of that character of it. Um, I know this is all your first guy, um, your first time, the first viewing, yeah. yeah, seen it. How did you guys feel about that? I just kind of want to ask this because it's sort of something that I think about when I watch it that the soft cinematography, how everything sort of looked very mm-hmm. like soft. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, for a movie that's really about a very like uh, hard and rotten person, like it, 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 it sort of, it's, I think it's a really good contrast in the terms that it, you, you're expecting this sort of like really kind of cutesy not cutesy but it just looks so soft and so gentle the, the well
1: way it the, the felt the like it was like
2: it. it felt like it was like a dream at first to me like yeah. almost like yeah, you know exactly. like they're doing like a dream sequence yeah. rather than the yeah. actual scene
1: or like you're just floating through life
2: yeah but then uh once the once the film kept exactly once the film kept going yeah let that um, sink in. <laughs> <laughs> once the film kept going it kind of felt fitting Especially for where it's sh- being shot, like the location, it just felt natural. Yeah, like, in, in it form. actually
0: also makes it feels like if it's of that time. Yeah, Yeah, I guess yeah so. for sure. Yeah. Are you are you guys folk music fans? Um, mm-hmm. I I think folk kind
4: of evolved into emo, right? Because that's I fit. I pictured that would be just like Dallas Green up there playing. Well, Brad
0: uh, Connor O'Burst did try out yeah, for this role. That was crazy. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, that would have been wild yeah it would so have been terribly that. acted crazy. and <laughs> so that is kind of i that is sort of a way that it goes i think most people who do that sort of garage indie lo-fi lo-fi, lo-fi yeah. emo eventually go into a kind of folk yeah sort of mm-hmm. route yeah. yeah um but yeah i not really into folk
4: I did notice like the color scheme of like the shots. There was a lot of darkness and like mm-hmm. uh like yeah. harsh greens mm-hmm. and like uh, I don't know how to describe it, but it wasn't there was really no sun in this whole movie, I felt like.
3: Which was perfect for the mood. I mean it just it added right to that. Like yeah. grays, darkness, cold, winter, all that. Those clouds just, always over you, you know, you know? Yeah. it added to all that and gave it that all those perfect metaphors. feel of mm-hmm. just misery i don't know no (laughs) really that's
0: that's really what it was i think trying to show you is that in a way that little black cloud that's sort of following him around that misery that goes around with him as he's trying to you know find his find that cat yeah just trying to find a couch to sleep on Mm -hmm. find a gig to play just find money in some way yeah it just
1: and it just made it feel kind of nostalgic for that time that scene that era you know it wasn't just like a for aesthetic reasons, it just puts you in that mood that like it was kind of comforting, you know. This like the gloom and stuff, but it's it's not so it's gloomy, you know. It's yeah, it wasn't like, it's over, dark, It know? wasn't like, overpowering. Yeah. It wouldn't
2: take over the whole that scene, you know. It was just kind of fitting for what was going yeah. on. Yeah. And
0: one thing we we didn't mention was that so he he had a partner that he made music with. yeah he was you know. Fairly well known for that, for him and his partner, and the songs that they played. Maybe they had. Did some you guys sort care to know six, more about that? Sex, I kind of like success. wish there's a
3: little more to that. You know? No, I actually liked that they didn't get into yeah. it. Yeah, there so,
1: some stupid flashback with. Him, yeah, we're worried like, about yeah. him. You know, we're worried about little David. From, yeah. from, it would have taken away from. It well, yeah, him. no, no. no. I, I mystique, mean, I mean, what, you know, what if that's
3: part of the reason that he's kind of an asshole? So self well, that's exactly
0: what I what I'm gonna what I'm that I think we don't need to see more about that relationship because we see enough. Of what it is, I mean, there's so many times where he brings that subject up, mm-hmm. and then even or someone brings it up, or yeah. someone else yeah. brings yeah, it at the up. dinner party. But yeah. dinner
4: party was, oh, that was such a sad scene.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. 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 When he plays the song and she starts singing, and yeah, you could you could tell. <laughs> the, Shut the fuck up. The
4: pain <laughs> that he that relationship, him not being able to have yeah. it anymore. Yeah, for sure. Really, like how it makes him feel.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. He's um, and then that, that's. There's this, that scene that we were talking about earlier where the guy listens to him play that song and then tells him, I don't see any money here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And eventually he's kind of telling him, well, maybe I can put you in a group. And then he says, well, now I'm not going to do that because I already had a part. And he goes, oh, that makes sense. He's like, you know what you should do? You should get back with yeah. your partner and join yeah. him. He's basically telling him, you should jump off the group. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. Like, you should, like, stop.
5: <laughs> oh. Yeah, we watch films here. We watch films. This is the yeah. criterion, <laughs> Cole, pal. We're digging deep. Yeah, we watch films. Like you know yeah, what I mean? He's yeah. basically
0: telling them, "Yeah, like, give up, kids." Like, yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. done. Like yeah. there's no, there's really no reason. Like you're you, you're not gonna make it as a solo act. You're you're gonna have to be in a group, and, you know, you drove all the way over here in the worst circumstances with a, a heroin, a, full of heroin, John Goodman, <laughs> belly full of heroin. Yeah. Sweet John haircut. Goodman. Yeah, John Goodman <laughs> had a sick bowl cut. <laughs> And rocking that edgar <laughs> yeah and that's he did all that and he, he just literally got to a place where he was like this is where you're supposed to be this i there's um this is where people come this is where if you get signed by bud grossman who's the character mm-hmm. then you're the person yeah he gets there he plays this beautiful song pours his heart out to this guy yeah guy looks at him and says don't see any money here yeah and then he pretty much tells him go jump off a cliff. Yeah. And I think that is something that we didn't need to see any flashbacks of yeah. that guy because I think it, we we literally constantly like, you know, the scene you brought up, we just constantly see the the effects that it has on him yeah. and yeah. the people around him. And the fact that maybe I don't know. Maybe they well, might even have. the both... fact
1: that he said they need to, he needs to find a new partner, but yeah. he's obviously still mourning over. Well, his, and also his the, old partner. Maybe
0: in the fact that it was the partner that was
1: the good one. Yeah, as yeah. well, yeah. mourning,
3: or maybe he hates him because he's maybe they, he was more known. Or maybe, I think both. Like you know, like, yeah, you know right, he like, like
1: hates him for killing himself, and yeah. he's still sad that he killed himself. You know, and if like he's, he's just, still in the shadow he's of that band, that two piece
3: band, those... and you know, he can't, he can't make. Yeah, his and when he sees
1: groups, he just can't stand the sight of him you know like it's just yeah. it's tarn, like it's tarnished his view of all of that stuff that's why he just wants to be a solo artist and be him but it's still weighing on him but he can't fight that demon you know or come come next to it or come face to face with it yet. right
0: yeah. yeah and that's uh what we're all doing here on this podcast we're coming face to face with our demons <laughs> fellas tell me what tell me why you hate me <laughs> lewin davis Remind. I think we all can relate to him here especially yeah. because we've all been in bands yeah. we've all at least tried to do something in the arts creative yeah where you look at other people that are doing something where it's like okay it's not that it's bad but why is everybody all excited about this and I'm over here in, yeah I'm over here in my garage <laughs> yeah. making stuff that's actually better uh why aren't you listening to this yeah. and then you realize it's because oh because you you're um, instead of making friends and bringing people into your group and your circle and and spreading out that and networking, and, networking and, su- yeah, networking and <laughs> yeah. supporting other people and supporting other people in their town yeah. so they can support you as well. Blah, blah, blah. You're just literally in your garage. Just my songs are better than all these fucking assholes. <laughs> yeah. Or does anyone listen to this? It's because you're alone. Yeah, Jordan. you're the straight cat <laughs> looking for food. And, and it's some because other you're all alone, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Yeah. yeah. So. Inside Lewin Davis, let's do our last thoughts. You guys ready to give our last yeah, thoughts? Yeah. We we'll give our, our last thoughts, just a little summary of what we're gonna what we think about, and then we're gonna grade it. Because this is, in my opinion, I'll start off with my last thoughts. This is, in my opinion, one of the best Coen Brothers films ever. Because not only does it not need to rely on any sort of plot, you are Attracted and hooked to this character who is a piece of shit, who really has no redeeming qualities, who doesn't do anything to show you that he's going to redeem himself, that he's going to be an asshole, but it's because we've all sort of been that asshole. You know, not everybody, it wasn't really a popular movie when it came out because I don't think a a lot of people can really relate to something like that. Only a certain type of people, unfortunately, mostly dudes. (laughs) But I'm, I'm sure there's, you know, I'm sure women who probably do enjoy it and stuff and, and understand it and, and do relate to it, but just I'm not saying... not on a dude level. Though. Right, just not on that kind of... Well, no, 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 I just mean... I'm joking. Just man. not on that, like, you know, that asshole level. Like, where, you know, you're, you're a guy and you know that you're an asshole. And you just know that you've been an asshole. And you've just done <laughs> just asshole things. News to things. me. <laughs> Mondo, I know who you are.
1: Don't try to say you're not. I just want to apologize to everybody right now.
0: The Cohen brothers, they brought it here in terms of again how we talked about the cinematography they bring that softness to it yeah where they had no reason to kind of make it look like that that dream quality but there is a reason because you have that what do you say you he tells carrie mulligan you're always spitting vitriol you literally have a whole movie that's just spitting venom at you mm-hmm. the whole time where it's just people just upset and you know they've got shit to say about each other or whatever yeah. and they're just angry at each other all the time well at least the 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 two characters, the Carrie Mulligan and Oscar Isaac, yeah, all the yeah. dudes he comes to encounters with are just like all oh, oh, very yeah. nice. Yeah, they're all very like, nice people. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that was one thing that they had complained about. Uh, people who were actually in that scene, yeah. where they said that nobody was ever that nice. Yeah, it was mostly people who were shitty, shitty people. Yeah, even. nobody was letting yeah. you like really sleep on their couch in like mm-hmm. a nice way like that. Yeah. But anyway, the Coen brothers wrote their own little history of that scene. And sort of the way that Tarantino does his own little histories of yeah. certain things. So I, I don't need to look at this as some sort of document of that scene and like, oh, this is how it really was. It's just a really good film in terms of that feeling that it gives me that I watch it and I say, oh, this is uh, this is kind of who I was. Or how I sort of sabotage myself and why I'm doing a podcast uh, <laughs> right now about movies. Where I should have probably, I don't know, maybe in a touring band or something? I don't know. Maybe not. But something. Anything. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to give this, because Inside Loon Davis is one of my favorite Coen Brothers films ever. I'm going to give this five uh, oh, John, wow. John Goodman's falling off the stall and throwing up on himself. <laughs> <laughs> so like those, are, those are really solid fives. Like those it, are big uh, fives.
2: I like it. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Diego, last thoughts. Final thoughts. Uh, this film works for me. It uh, We've mentioned how we all kind of relate to it in some way. Um, mm-hmm. I was captivated by the main character. Um, I've seen Oscar, Oscar Isaac be- in other films, but I think this is the first time I actually really paid attention to him as an actor. Don't lie. And No, really, it is. I, I think... I don't know if I was a fan before this film, is what I'm saying. What have you seen him in before this? Uh, well, we watched Drive. He's in Drive. Uh, yeah. But what I Drive. was going to say is that I like... So liked... that's it? That's all you saw? No, uh, Star I've, Wars. I've seen him in, um, yeah, Star Wars. But I also watched, before I watched this, I had just seen Ex Machina. And so... you didn't pay attention
0: to him in that? No, I
2: did. But I... this film solidified my, like, how much I like him as an actor. Okay. So... So you're lying to me. <laughs> um... <laughs> So, I like, I, I mean, that stood out to me. Um, and the, the interaction between the characters, the way the script was written, I, they do a really good job. Uh, the Coen brothers do a really good job at writing scripts. Their, uh, the bare partay between the characters is, like, it's funny, but not, like, you know, like, hilarious. It's more like it carries the film very well. Um, and overall, like, I was really enjoyed and engaged with the film I can't really find any things that I didn't like about it. Um, So my rating is a four Gibson, four acoustic Gibsons. Four Gibson? Yeah. (laughs) Four Four acoustic Gibson. Gibson. (laughs) All right. All right. That's not
0: bad. It should be a five, but okay. Nacho, what are your last thoughts?
3: Final thoughts. Um, (laughs) Here we go. This is probably my favorite Oscar Isaac performance. I loved him being that elitist in that folk scene. <laughs> um, again, we've said this a lot, but it's just the fact that it's totally relatable. And and just how the, the film shot, the mood of it, the grays, the darks, all that, the whole dream sequence, I, I loved it. Um, I loved that. It it kind of felt like it may have been redemption, but it there wasn't. It just full circle he's a miserable piece of shit and that's just what it's gonna be um yeah i don't know with that said i think everyone should watch this i don't know if everyone i mean again this is my first time this movie's been out since what 2013 if you haven't seen it watch it um i rate it uh four and a half old dads shitting themselves
2: oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah. Forgot, yeah that yeah. was a whole nother not- <laughs> thing yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah yeah
3: that was
0: another scene literally every time he plays he plays his heart out for somebody they yeah. either tell him you're not gonna make enough money or they <laughs> fart or shit <laughs> themselves they just don't care and he thought he was into it yeah yeah, yeah he thought he was yeah, like, like all <laughs>
3: emotional yeah. it. he used to love this yeah he yeah. used to love this song but yeah. he mostly yeah. had to shit yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, all everyone right. shit on him
0: Andrew, let's hear your last thoughts and your rating on this. Uh, it's your first time in the cult, so I won't get mad if you uh, don't rate it well. <laughs> no, I mean I, I,
4: I had a good time with this movie. Uh, a sad time with this movie is I like like we all talked about before, I got very introflective introspective about it because, you know, I've done stand up comedy and like this that scene reminded me of like me. Talking shit about other comedians when, like, I wasn't trying to write jokes every day, you know? Right, yeah. Um, and then, you know, the, the, um, the, the, I wanted him to, like, something good to happen to him, but he didn't do anything for himself to make anything happen yeah. for him. So yeah. I kind of, like, was fine with how the movie kind of ended, where you're just going to keep doing the same shit because you keep just doing the same shit. Um, where it, it I after it ended with the op- the big ending ended with the opening scene, um, I thought by him stopping the cat on the way out this time was going to help him, but no, he was still going to just be the same miserable yeah. asshole. Yep. Um And then uh, we didn't talk about Adam Driver in this movie, and I, Loki. He was my probably <laughs> one of my favorite characters in this whole movie. Um, just he was like in two scenes, but he was awesome.
0: Um, so yeah, he had like a cool little, especially when they do that song. He has yeah, like that yeah. cool, like the way he sings. Well, where he's doing he's it. It's like at at first. the baritone voice. Yeah. He's literally yeah. just holding a guitar. He doesn't even play it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It a yeah.
4: Uh, but yeah, I, I really like this movie because it did make me sad, but like it, it also made me like question what I can do to make myself better. Um, so with that being said, I will give this 4.7 outer space? <laughs> <laughs> so
0: those are that okay that's a good <laughs> that because that. That, that those outer spaces are pretty big pretty yeah. wild Mondo <laughs> last thoughts
1: yeah I mean every time I watch this movie like I put it it stays in my Blu-ray player for all week you know I watch it over and over again and I don't know there's not much else I could say about it. like I love how it looks I love Oscar Isaac's char- character his acting he's in every goddamn scene for Christ's sake so I mean, you better like him, even though he's such an asshole. <laughs> well, I think that's
0: that—that's the power of the Isaac, yeah. power and of the Isaac. Oscar.
1: You know, I think that's
0: you know, I mean, it. In a way, these movies relate because they're about musicians, but they yeah. also relate because Oscar Isaac probably should have played uh, um, Richie Valens. Ballin? <laughs> Richie, Richie Ballins and then Louis Diamond Phillips should have played <laughs> Lewin Davis, <laughs> because Louis, Louis, Louis Diamond Phillips is actually like half Irish. Half like Filipino Filipino yeah. and Oscar Isaac is well he's not he's, he's half he's, Isaac and half Oscar yeah <laughs> Isn't he like I think it, he's lot Hispanic
4: lot. right didn't they tell him in the movie at some point like because they're super racist but that time? like yeah John Goodman's like says a something. flamenco dancer yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah that's like one of the things they yeah. we were, yeah literally in any any time if you were Mexican and you were around a bunch of white people they just thought you were Italian yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like, oh, they literally hoped that you were. Sorry, Monterey, yeah. I didn't mean to cut off your last name. No, note.
1: you know you're good. I mean just the humor always the um that the Cohen brothers bring to the film, like it's always it's not hilarious, but it kind of is, like, you know, it's just so real and and stuff like that. But I don't know. I, I'll give it four and a half uh no scrotum kittens. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <laughs>
0: You guys all should have gave it five stars or five whatever, but you guys didn't, and that's fine. I'm not gonna get upset. It's our there's a guest here, so I can't lunge at any of you. And that's <laughs> okay. You got your not ready. You that's got your knife ready. It's okay, but I would say everyone who's listening to this, if you haven't seen this film, check it out. Even if you're not, I mean, you know, we're relating to it because we're we're artists and we or we were or we played in bands or whatever. Blah, it's blah, blah, on blah. Prime right now. Yes, but you can watch it on oh, Prime, and wow. it's certainly worth checking out. Yeah, and it's also just got a bunch of great features on the Blu-ray that I have holding in front of me right here. Criterion, again, we're going to keep doing this until you sponsor us and give us free shit. All right, I'm going to keep talking about your Blu-rays. Let us in. So they have these really great documentaries and look-backs on the music scene of what they talk about here, which I think is more interesting than looking into how they made the film because we all know that the Coen brothers are fantastic and they make great films. So to actually see the scene that they're talking about is... Pretty exciting because, you know, you don't have to know this scene, really. You don't have to know the folk scene in order to enjoy this film. You just got to know and like music. Yeah. You got to like the Mumford & Sons, honestly. That's all you got (laughs) to do. You like the Mumford & Sons? Watch Inside Lewin Davis. (laughs) But next, we're going to be talking about... We're bringing La Bamba to the collection. Well, we're not. Our guest is, Andrew is.
4: It's supposed to be in there already. I don't know what's taken so long, but let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I like the
0: enthusiasm. Yeah, let's get into yeah. it. And we're talking about La Bamba from nineteen eighty seven, directed by Luis Valdez. Thank God this film was directed by a Latino. Yes, yes. <laughs> it could have been directed by a white guy. But, you know, uh Richie Valence wasn't played by a white guy, he was played by Louis Diamond Phillips. A Filipino guy. He's Filipino. All right. He looks we'll, Mexican though. We'll give him a pass. So we Close got Sea is- Morales. Rosana de Soto, mm-hmm. Elizabeth Pena, Joe Pantalonio, Joe Pant- Joey Pants, Joey Pence. Dan- yeah. and Danielle von Zerneck, which she plays Donna. Donna. And this is a story, a biographical, by biographical story. California of, kid. Of the rise from nowhere of kid early rock and roll singer. I mean, Richie Valens who died at age 17 in a plane crash with Buddy Holly and the Big Bopper I mean I imagine age 17, you all know. but
3: have you guys really seen his pictures like his real life pictures yeah. he looks like he's yeah. 47 I, yeah I feel like he was a <laughs> I felt like, like he was 17. older was, <laughs> yeah looking at his he's the oldest pictures. looking fucking 17 year old yeah are you guys so
0: you guys so we're si- this is basically a conspiracy podcast we're <laughs> saying- he was older, goddammit. Yeah. Richie Valence was 35 when yeah. he
4: died. He, he said he was 17 so he can get
5: legal citizenship.
2: That's what it was.
0: Well, not. he said he was 17 so he can get Donna. He was I a weirdo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was just hanging it. around that high school. He wasn't. If you guys really listen to that song American Pie, it'll tell you everything. Uh, he was out there at the dance beat and That's and why they don't
1: want it in, because it brought this song American Pie to me. <laughs> Fuck that song.
0: All right, let's talk about LaBamba, Richie Valence one of the pretty much i think the first in terms because he's not so he's mexican but he is american mostly he doesn't even speak spanish yeah yes. yeah yeah and he's pretty much one of those first crossover labamba's kind of that that first crossover hit no yeah and that rock sort and of rock and roll people hearing a song that's in a different language but they don't care because yeah. they're just able to boogie yeah. white people listening to a song yeah. and being yep. able to boogie to it so they don't lynch the person that's playing it <laughs> Yeah, as long as they can dance to it. Damn jungle <laughs> music. And, I mean, that's literally what, that's how, I mean, that's how he, that's how this man lives. So the only way that white people yeah, are going to like him. Yeah, doesn't know Bamba? Honestly. But, but no, but I'm saying is that Well, they, now, I'm saying yeah. Richie Valens, the only way that white people are going to get near him is if he can make them dance. If he's an, <laughs> an
2: entertainer? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes sense.
1: He's gonna dance for him like a monkey. He's not some fucking parlor
0: trick. The thing is, yeah. See, that's that. It it is one of those things, right? Inside, Lou and Davis wouldn't do it. He yeah, didn't want to just play music for anybody. Yeah, he and Richie Valens did. He just played it for his nieces and nephews and stuff. But he played it out of love. It all came from love. And so it's like that. Two sides of it, right? So you have a guy. He has L- dreams of rock and roll. L- and <laughs> Richie Valens, literally, he looks <laughs> at <laughs> the stars <laughs> and he guitar. dreams of rock and roll. Yeah. But Lou and Davis. Wants to be a musician, but it, you know he's not really going out of his way to try to do it in a way but that But he's
1: older and more disgruntled Risen? about it. Yes. Or,
0: you know, there Richie is... Valens is just a he's kid. new to the scene for sure. Yeah. yeah, but and there also is that idea that he was sort of in the right place at the right time. Luckily, Joey Pants, uh, Joey Pantalino, or whatever the hell, how I know? Pants? Bob King. Yeah, 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 there you go. Mm-hmm. He Bob-o. was at the. The dance that, that Richie Valens played at, so to be able to be like, oh, okay, that guy is good. I'm gonna sign him because yeah. you know, back in the day, I'm mean, even in the in the time that we were talking about when we were playing in bands, that was sort of possible. Yeah, there was yeah, a yeah. way that can yeah. you could play in a backyard and get seen by somebody because there's there was these little labels that were popping up and there were sort that's of true. Bands that's like very that. true. Yes. Yeah. It's not always you, you're, but. In our case, if that would have happened, we wouldn't have catapult we wouldn't have been on the radio or anything. No. 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 But that would have been the
4: first step to like Maybe trying to get there and right. yeah, stuff like that. Uh, yeah.
0: Whereas in those days, literally It was mostly about touring. You needed to track. be on the radio. Yeah. Or else what was the point? Oh, yeah, yeah, you needed to hit have like, a hit as yeah. single. Yeah. yeah.
1: There's
4: no fueled by ramen to start you up <laughs> Exactly. To get you you f- couldn't get like yeah,
1: you we couldn't didn't know get on drive what Ramen was back then.
0: No tooth and nail records. Yeah, Richie Valance could have been on drive thru if he would have been around today, he would have been <laughs> neck and neck with NFG right there. you more of a doghouse guy,
1: <laughs> but well, nobody knows what the fuck we're talking about maybe, right now. So let's get back. to... <laughs> maybe Saddle
0: Creek. All right, we're talking Bright Eyes. We're talking the <laughs> <laughs> We're talking La Bamba. We're okay, talking Bright Eyes. Maybe so I want to talk a little about. I want to go to you, Andrew, because yeah. you brought Labamba. Let Let's hear what What do you Why do you think this should be in the Criterion Collection? Which Again, for people who don't know necessarily, what the Criterion Collection does is it goes out of its way to find films from all around the world, any year, any decade, any time, and they say this is an important film. We need to put it out with great artwork, uh, great special features. We need to make this
1: preserve it for the canon of yes, film. Yes, we need to know. preserve
0: this. this. This When you think of film, when you do the, the hundred gre- or the, the, the greatest films of all, this is one of them. Why, why La Bamba?
4: Well, first of all, Lewin Davis, not a real person. Richie Valens, a very real person. <laughs> okay. Yes. Um, yeah. So we're, we already got points there. Um,
2: and then Bomba won. <laughs> Lewin Davis. Zip.
4: Um, and then you know Lewin Davis was. You know, East Coast, New York, we don't really know that scene, but we are from Southern California. Mm -hmm. We know what being like Hispanic is like. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Uh, We know that, you know, a lot of people, like their grandparents probably worked in those apricot or the fruit farms and things like Uh, that to try to get things going. Yeah. for me, La Bamba is very nostalgic. It's one of the first movies that uh, you know. I, I I didn't even own it. My my uncle recorded it on like Channel Five. Yeah, <laughs> um, so, yeah. I like uh, it. Bootleg. leg There's commercials it. <laughs> in the movie yeah. too. Yeah. So like, um, the, but it was one of the movies that I just like seeing. What says, um, which
0: says a lot because you still liked it with commercials. Yeah, with
4: commercials. Yeah. Um, there was, this was before DVR, ladies and
1: gentlemen.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) We always say here, we're men of certain age. men of certain age. For all the youngsters listening. Yeah, we grew up with La Bamba. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, and I I feel like that's
4: the way for a lot of people, especially in Southern California. Um, and the music throughout the whole movie is top notch. Um, you, you know, you have not only the hits from Richie Valens, but then you have Brian Setzer playing, um... What's his name?
1: Um, yeah, I don't know who he's playing. playing. The summer it was, blues, summertime blues. He summer plays yeah. that song blues.
4: with Jackie Wilson, "Lover's yeah. Teardrops." Yeah. Um, so those are just other songs. Mm-hmm. Also, La Bamba. All the songs were performed by Los Lobos. Yes, Los yeah. Lobos,
0: yeah. the yep. great Los Lobos. Yeah. And that, and that, and that's when you bring that up. That is something that does actually make sense to me. When when I was watching the film and I think about it when I'm when I'm trying to think about the the cultural rep, like um, relevance of it and why it should be in the collection. You know, the collection does have, you know, a few uh, Mexican films, Latino Mm -hmm. films, but there really isn't one that does show that. that, I mean, Richard Williams was Mexican-American. He didn't speak Spanish. Yeah, Yeah. So, I mean, I don't speak Spanish. I don't either. Yeah, so... I I, barely speak Spanish. So, it's it's like you said, we do (laughs) kind of understand that sort of idea... And it, it, we don't have a movie that kind of has that scene. Right. Yeah. 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 He was
4: into white girls.
0: Like, yeah. Richie Mallins. Well, well, you Me know too. why he was into white girls? Because his fucking drunk brother <laughs> fucked the girl of his dreams. Yeah. 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 And he's like, I don't want to fuck anyone. Yeah. yeah and know. he's just like, he's all, well, if these bitches are just going to go with my bro, I might as well get a white chick. <laughs> well, his fuck fuck brother, white his chick. brother ends up fucking
1: Ram. the whore of his dreams. But when <laughs> they go fair, to TJ. Bob, oh, Bob. that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So
0: Bob did ride a Two motorcycle. Two for Bob. Yeah. Two for yeah, Bob. Bob rode a motorcycle, and back then that was pretty sexy. He sold. He, he was did. a drug dealer. Let me was, tell you, yeah. you could be a Mexican dude like that, like Bob, like um, Issa Morales. You could look like that, just have that. That hair that yeah. just it's not even really <laughs> slick back, it's just puffing up. Just it's just like a fro. Fl- a, yeah, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a little a little must, the little some deep flat mustache. Just a wife beater and a and a leather jacket and a motorcycle, and you're gonna get you're gonna get laid. You yeah. can get laid. Like especially back in that time. Yeah. I feel like that I mean, I feel it, like you could
2: do that now, you yeah. know? Yeah. yeah. Well
0: you gotta spice it up a little bit. But I think can in, have the puff. Yeah, you you gotta you gotta <laughs> now it's comb a mullet. Yeah. Now it has to be a mullet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you gotta comb the hair at least. You gotta put some some. You gotta some style it a bit. Yeah, put some product. Yeah, that hair.
1: was always weird when I was a kid, like seeing Esai Morales as Bob, you know, and just like being this ugly kind of Mexican looking guy. And then you see him in... <laughs> he's handsome. Leave he him alone. Like, when I was a kid, I thought it was <laughs> he's like, he's guy. Like, he wrote an Indian. He was He's tough, not man. ugly, but he's just like he's sweaty, dirty he's also, Mexican he's, guy. He's, he's also guy aged better. Store, he's also know? aged better. But though, then so. you see him in in the army now, and he's kind of a handsome guy.
0: Well, he is a handsome. Yeah, guy. he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, just yeah. saying. The only yeah, thing
1: yeah.
3: I saw myself in, you know, every time he was drunk, I was like, dude, I had those same exact eyes. Like, you know, all, like, <laughs> well, I hope smile. you never had those same exact yeah, thoughts, because like, ah. <laughs> the man's
0: insane. <laughs> oh, he's I, that's, that's crazy. crazy how
1: he's portrayed, but it's works. I, I read. <laughs> but somewhere. that's the thing.
0: That's everyone's look. If you are in that time, and you are a Mexican American, that is your older brother. Yeah, like okay, especially yeah. right okay, around that yeah. time. In a lot of cases, I, I imagine that's a lot of our, you know, even not all of us are not Mexican, but you know, being Latin and, and like things like uncles, that. Uncles, yeah, that's my yeah, uncles, for cousins. Sure. That yeah, one hundred percent. Yes, you know someone who is. I just can't even that. count
1: the times my my brother <laughs> just hopped in my bed and called me Rosie. <laughs> 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 that's awesome. And
0: that's why it's such. I think, and this is one of the things I want to I want to bring to you. So Andrew, I've. I don't know. I, I love uh, Issa Morales' portrayal of Bob. I think that kind of overshadows uh, Lou Diamond Phillips. Feels, yeah, which I, I overshadows I, Bob is is Richie. Steals,
1: Bob steals the show. For I sure. I read
2: that that they actually went for opposite roles. Yes,
1: they did. Yeah, right. That's crazy. They, they, they tried out. As Bob. Yeah, that wouldn't yeah.
4: work. have would work. worked. I know. That's. I mean, Bob's, that's a good call. Bob's a stand-up because I feel like. He's a fun-loving bad guy, you know. He's yeah. Yes. He's, he's he likes to party, you know. Like he, he he likes smoking weed and getting drunk. And <laughs> I mean, he might beat his wife every now and again, but she stands <laughs> up to him too. So like yeah, and they down, both yeah. love to fight each other. <laughs> she straight up throws dirt at him and says i'm not your puta like yeah. oh, it's yeah. great
0: yeah i <laughs> know yeah, uh rosie right rosie <laughs> yeah, yeah. rosie is fantastic uh, elizabeth, elizabeth Pena, all yeah. right yeah. r.i.p 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 yeah. she's she's also in bad boys she's yeah. great she's uh, great in a lot of stuff it was rush hour she was in, rush, in rush hour, hour. yeah oh, the first one rush yeah hour. the first one oh, yeah sorry rush hour Uh, That sounds terrible that I got those two mixed up. Um, I'm not racist, (laughs) I swear. Uh, Yeah,
1: but I mean, yeah, you see Bob's story and Richie's story. They're 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 the same, you know. Like one is like nurtured in his arts and to do things like that, and one is not, which is Bob. You know, like he's like he can he can draw. He's an artist kind of, you know. And if he was nurtured in that, he might be even a great artist or better artist. But he wasn't. Well, but also, and, it's like one of those
0: things, too, we're talking about with Inside Llewyn Davis. He's, he's fucking himself up, too. Yeah. 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 Because, well, yeah,
1: Bob is making the wrong decisions. Yes, you know? he's, Bob's he's kind going of, out of
0: his way to fuck himself up. He wants but, to be the
1: drunk asshole. But the beginning of the movie, Bob... Comes and gets his family. Like, almost like saves him to, them. And takes them to a house he has, you know? Sure, yes. And then... But and, and later, and Richie in... buys a better house. And right. He has the money. He can do these... but Because
0: there's, like, a difference. So there's those people who just do things because they just live their life and be good. Mm-hmm. And they bring other people with them. And there's people like Bob, who they just... I look at I got your house, so you should just be nice to me for the rest of my life. Right? It's not I should never have to that, do anything but this but favor. Yeah. Yeah. I should never have to do anything again. This is my house. Don't tell me what to do. I should be able out. to. I'll yeah. kick you all out. I should yeah. be able to just be a drunk fucking asshole. Well, no, 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 no. Well, that's not. That's not but, how it works. But even you can't when just he talks be about like, when
1: they're kids, he wasn't treated the same because it wasn't his father. Well, all right. He sure, brings that up.
0: But I so mean, that's woo, like
1: fucking who? He's a trouble
3: dude, man. I mean. It was his mom who threw him in prison too, right? Or just got him sent off? Like yeah, yeah that's, that's what he yeah. says. I don't, I don't know, or He whatever, was never yeah. good Trump enough George. for his mom, and Richie Valens fucked from, him up. A,
0: coming from a Mexican family, that's what cracks. You start acting. Look, we all love you, the the Theo or the nephew or whoever it is. We all love you, but you keep acting like an idiot, and we can't take it anymore. So yeah, go to the cops, bro. We're gonna call the cops on you. You gotta stop acting like a fool. Sorry, it's cute for a while, but once you're old and you got kids, stop it. It was like, probably
4: it. like a Quintanilla that he was invited to that he probably shouldn't have gone to. He showed Richie's up with his, his biker concert. friends, yep. yeah. started a fight there, and the moms was, you know what, fuck it, we're gonna call the cops because we can't keep having this happen hey, you at know what, all though? of our parties.
1: Richie had his back.
0: Yeah, that fight though. Yeah,
1: you know, like well, he that's Richie, that yeah. And yeah. yeah.
0: that's a great, and that's and that's another thing that's that's a great uh, example of that sort of uh, you know Mexican American or just you know Latin American that, family, lifestyle, dynamic, that yeah. family dynamic that mm-hmm. you you have those relatives and those people that are just fuck ups and you know that they're fucks yeah. and you know that the reason that they're fighting is because they started it but you're just like well shit don't Still hit ha- my cousin or yeah. don't yeah. hit my yeah. 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 You know? and you're gonna do that so that was a very good example of that. And it was kind of cool to see that Richie Vallance yeah. could get down. It's also cool to see that, you know, Richie Vallance, you know, he could live in a fucking tent in some dirt. And that fool's got some sick... He's got a sick style. That hair, dude. I, yeah. I mean, hair. That hair. those shirts, those button-ups, those oh, yeah. pants. I mean, they're always nice towel that he's walking after the shower. I mean, he's always <laughs> <laughs> He's always ironing. He's always... <laughs> I, I really enjoyed that. And I'd like to think that that's a real thing. That he was just... Well, they're just like living in a tent people are just like wearing like whatever the fuck white beaters and just think that he's just mm-hmm. like he's got like these crisp clean and, yeah. ironed like you know these these wonderful like that's part
1: of the mexican culture too it is there's man. always those guys that yeah, yeah. just always are dressed to a tee yeah. yeah. like they could literally yeah. be living ironing in a shack the shit, in the back like, of their you know. grandma's house they, and they'll they they'll good. iron their pants yeah. and they'll yeah. look great and they'll yeah. look yeah. great and he and has in a
3: their, lot of practice like 47 years
0: old right old as shit it's pretty crazy to see a 17 year old ironing his own pants. That's not something. You should have that... seen my brother at seventeen. Dude. Really, he did that. He I guess that's a certain that, generation. Yeah, yeah, like, definitely. Yeah.
1: I'm, yeah. I'm never gonna break out the iron, but my because brother. Because I think, yeah, because there was like a whole idea of you, out.
0: you're like, you had to have your pants looking crisp, yeah, like, crisp. Or crisp. Like, tight. Yeah, like you just bought them. Yeah. yeah. Whereas, like, I think our generation, we're just like, well. Mom, can we you just buy me these pants? I <laughs> wanted like you know, we wanted to look dirty. You and, wear it like, off, yeah. Off the rack, yeah. And, like, Six skater folds. yeah, yeah. Exactly.
4: <laughs> Do we have to shop in the husky section? <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. god.
0: La Bamba, I wish. All right, so, all right. Let me bring this up really quick. So at one point, Bob's upset. He's he he's he's an artist. We find out he's an artist. He yeah. knows how to draw. But he gets upset. He starts. He has a bunch of drawings around the house. Buzz He's, Buzzard. He start, around his room, yeah. he starts pulling them down. He pulls down a bunch of drawings, but he doesn't pull down one. And that's a rat in a zoot suit. <laughs> he leaves that up there. And I think that that's an homage to because the director, di- yeah. <laughs> he directed Zoot Suit yeah. Riot oh, with shit. Edward James Olmos. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's sort of like an homage to that, which she I want to say, which I guess I'm sort of bringing this up as sort of a, a, a point to uh, why it should be in there. Because we really don't have... You know, we have the director who did uh, Selena. He is in there with El Norte. Mm-hmm. He's in the collection. But Selena should probably be in there. Yeah, yeah that yeah, yeah. Really yeah. Yeah. should be another and one.
4: So I... La Bamba was Selena before Selena was Selena. For sure. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: But but I think one thing that...
1: Well, anything for Selena, though. It's, <laughs> just,
0: <laughs> it's just that I really wish uh, the director here would have done more... Shots a little more, more cinematic, a little, little more cinematic, like okay. ele- not just less, like standard, less doing uh, less, less focused TV-ish. on like the characters talking, more cool shots. Where the, I know because Selena does that a lot, mm-hmm. they, they do that a bunch where there's just these really great shots. And, and oh, yeah, like when they're uh, they're talking by the car and you have like the sunset, and yes, like, yeah, 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 there's a bunch of good stuff like that. So the cinematography, I can't really say it is great, great oh. in La Bamba here, but. I, I but won't the say, story just kind of. Well, I think the significance of everything around yeah. it sort of lets it stand on, on its own. Yeah. And I don't. I want to talk about how Lou Demon Phillips doesn't really. He's not that great of an actor. I don't think he really does that great here. I think there's a lot of over exaggerations in his acting.
4: Well, I mean, you gotta you gotta remember this is a young Lou Diamond Phillips. So
0: this is Intra- a young. This LDP. is a
1: forty-seven-year-old. <laughs> <film. laughs>
0: this is a young LDP a- playing a forty-five-year-old Richie Valens. It's hard dude, <laughs> to get in that mind space
4: as a young actor. <laughs> what would a forty-five-year-old do?
1: It's hard to get in that headspace of a seventeen-year-old. You know? It's uh, so far gone. But
4: yeah, but I mean, at the time, I feel like it was maybe like it was probably a, like a low-budget movie, Paramount, yeah. or it was it a, a Columbia? probably didn't give him much like enough unfortunately yeah. yeah yeah so to make to make this movie because we have this it, new director Yeah it's kind of crazy he, that he he that movie to... was even
1: made in yeah. 1987 right you know and bob was like the the real bob was like the kind of like the one kind of like creating uh, it and yeah. like trying to get this story brought to life, yeah.
4: you know. Um, there's actually little cameos of his actual family yeah. in the movie like, the moms yeah. like in there. yeah, the moms in there. Um, and then you have like the whole Valenzuela family signed off on it. Like, yeah. yeah. they 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 endorsed it, they helped like bring kind of I guess like the situations to life. Like mm-hmm. oh don't know, no, wait, at a party like that, yeah. we this is what happened and then mm-hmm. you know they were able to write that way. Um but I I just feel like you get a sense of like family and that to me like that that goes a long way well um not that, just it wasn't just about like oh richie valance plays guitar like there was a lot more to they told a good story about his family and like how
3: they how they yeah like when hey, he first goes to the recording broken studio dreams for everyone everyone literally had like shattered dreams like like everyone like bob with his career and being in the shadow of richie Valens. richie Valens like this movie is a lot about you know him uh Dreaming about the airplanes, you know, yeah. crashing, or and but also that's how he, you know, his dream of being a rock star. That's how he ended up dying, you know. And then his mom, wanting his son, and
0: <sighs> well, the witch doctor guy that when yeah. they go to TJ, oh, yes. gives him the necklace that Bob takes him to, and then Bob rips it off him. So Bob killed him. I'll tell you that right now. You heard it I here. Thought of that, yeah. You heard
2: it here first. Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
0: if that's a real thing, I don't know if they but that. That for scene effect.
1: when he does rip it off, he's like, it's like. You know, like, he it's knows. like he took away yeah. something yeah, from, he knows. It. Yeah. you know, it's like, it knocks oh, the shit. wind out of yeah. Richie, you know, yeah. he's like
4: yeah. looking, <sighs> he's like breathing heavy, like, fuck, man. And then Bob turns it into a baby toy.
0: <laughs> As every Mexican dad would. <laughs> hey, it he still would... works. It's not broken. <laughs> he would beat the shit out of his brother and whatever he had left from that fight, he would make it to a baby toy. <laughs>
4: Really Mira, look true. at it. It still works. It still works. <laughs> yeah. Mira, yeah. the baby likes it. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly.
0: And that's, you, no, you're right. This does have a really good sense of, like, family. And it does really show that idea. Because I really did enjoy Rosanna DeSoto as the mom. Yeah, I honestly yes. think she's the standout in terms oh, of geez. acting. I think she really gives that idea of that... That sort of Way Mexican mom, that like. Mexican yeah. mom who yeah. has that yeah, that really spirit, that, that pride, that, you know, that like, pride, yeah. that spirit. That sort of there's that scene where it shows you know Richie Valance is playing on the radio and she's working at the diner and she's yeah. telling everyone shut up that's my son on the radio <laughs> and then one of the guys asks her oh can I get a beer oh no she he you know he says how about a beer and she says not it's too early for me but I'll get you one he's like, like I'm, on, no, I'm working yeah. yeah. now while I'm working yeah, yeah she's just very like animated yeah. where I'd like that she sort she's of reminds me of mood. my grandma in a way yeah. like uh, its just like this this sort of like this at this it's like a teacher. Like she has so many grandkids Mm -hmm. And so many like kids and stuff So she has to kind of be this teacher This nurturer Who So everyone she just really Like jokes with And loves and stuff And so I think her performance Really brings that out yeah. it really made me feel that it really felt like a mother that i know yeah like, like the somebody... things
1: where she says like uh, you know where she's like fighting for richie and stuff like that when like oh they're not gonna let my richie sing they don't oh, know who right. they want elvis like you know those they're so cringy yeah. and like you know you feel it like oh god don't say that's what that a mom like that would yeah say. exactly yeah, yes. but that mom, just she's exactly <laughs> right. she's that Is character like and she brings saying? it to life really right because well. well, what did she say she says that my 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 grandfather was full yakki Indian. Yeah, What does that yeah, have yeah. to do with anything, lady? <laughs> You'd literally be like, mom, shut up. <laughs> well, fuck up. They don't know <laughs> who the hell they're dealing but, with. <laughs> as much like it, you have to think like, oh, yeah, but it brings you to those moments when you like, you know, shut up, mom. Like, yeah. Fucking yeah. But like, she's that, or, you know?
0: Well, it just, it mostly reminded me of my grandma, mm-hmm. like where that's what my grandma would do. Mm-hmm. Totally. She'd, be like, she'd yeah. be like, what, someone kicked your ass? At school? What we're we're half this uh, Apache yeah. or we're half this or something, you know? Like no way. Like yeah. and you're just like well please, grandma, relax. <laughs> he doesn't care. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit. The guy's just gonna beat <laughs> the shit out of me. He doesn't care. But Labamba is care. you know, it, it's close to my heart because, you mm. know, when I was younger it made me want to play guitar. This is why I wanted to play music. Yeah. Because when Not I was Billy Joel Armstrong? No. It was because of. I mean, Billy Joe Armstrong was why I wanted to play punk rock. <laughs> yeah, my my Carrera and Richie Valens got me into. No, I mean it was like literally. It was. Richie Valance, because that's what they would all play for me. Mm-hmm. And they'd buy me like a little guitar, so I'd play it. And oh, I would just, th- I just... Play O'Donnell. I just want to play. I just want to... Play. And they knew that I was going to fall in love with a white girl, because I was white. And looking. Like, There's no way this guy... Yeah. Like, this is an okay. O'Donna guy right here. So they try to teach me how to play. O'Donnell, all written all over his face. <laughs> and I just... That made me want to play guitar. The same thing with this movie. I, I would watch it a lot when I was young, because I was like, oh... I remember thinking too when I was younger to be like, "Well, so Richie Vance wasn't Mexican because Lou Devin Phillips is Asian, and not in a bad way." I would just kind of always be like, yeah. "Oh, so I don't get this. I I'd never understood that. that. Yeah, I ne- never f- fell for it. If I'm that's know, to be okay. honest, that's one I of those things was too, though. <laughs> yeah, I never thought
1: he. Yeah, I never thought he was Mexican. Obviously, but you know, but but it wasn't a bad just, thing. Yeah, it, I just it, didn't. I it, never. It. Well, like how we we talk about this all the time is like. We never really saw race in films, you know? They were just these people. As long as the performance... It didn't matter they're white, black, you know? Like, they were just these people on the screen. Yes. And I never thought about that. That never, like, made me like it more because, oh, he's Mexican. I was like, I'm hardly Mexican. Right, but
0: I would like to say this now, that I would love to see a remake of this film. As much as I enjoy this film, I would like Mm -hmm. to see a remake done by a new Mexican director... With a actual Mexican American actor, where they actually do the playing Lopez. and singing, how they did in Inside Lou Davis, like you know what I mean. I think
4: yeah, I think yeah. I think I could get get on board with that. They just got to... don't try to be. La Bamba like the re- the remake. Mm-hmm. Be your own movie
0: because if you try right, to do it a do that... little different, come out from a different angle. Yeah, yeah exactly. I was going
2: I was going to say would you still have the cuz the director also wrote it cuz he's a playwright. Would you have him still write
3: the script for it? or would I say it somebody it. bring yeah. back Isai <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. Cuz he's still alive.
4: Isai's he got to play be Bob. 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 Yeah. Or maybe he could Best play Bob like ever. the Indian. Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> the the, uh, the uh, movie movie. or Tata or whatever. Yeah. No. Yeah,
0: that would be good. Yeah, just bring bring, them, bring everyone. But that's what I'm saying. Actually, put a Mexican American actor in those roles, in and not that yeah. those other roles weren't. But yeah, like Lou Diamond Phillips. You know, he's not. He's the only one. And look, I love that he got work. God bless him. But you know, I want to see a guy who looks. Little. I want to see Keanu Reeves. I sort know. of want <laughs> I want to see you know, Richie Vallance wasn't a very attractive guy. I want yeah. to see an ugly Mexican play Richie fucking yeah. valence. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs>
5: well, that's what that's really what this podcast is about. Should Andrew play Richie Vallance <laughs> in the repo? We're voting that in, in or out.
0: <laughs> oh man. Yeah, yeah, but La Bamba is look, and I and I didn't want to just have to Right on this movie based on nostalgia, right? I wanted yeah. to really watch it again yeah. and say, what are the merits? What what does this movie stand on? What is this about? And it didn't really wow me in terms of the behind the camera, but I really did enjoy for thinking about the time that it came out, what is it, eighty seven? Yeah. Right. So eighty seven where you're not really even seeing people like Louis Diamond Phillips on the screen. Yep. And he hasn't done Young Guns yet. Right. He's right. introducing. He, he is, he hasn't, he's not portraying an Indian in <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> cool Yaka. Or uh,
4: a Chilean in the 33.
0: <laughs> Yo, that's right. There's
4: so much range in this guy. <laughs> I mean, you could just. You, any, can't, you
0: can't. You can't.
1: LTP. You need
0: someone do. to play South American, get Louie. <laughs> he'll play in Alaskan. He, he'll play anywhere. Yeah, he could guy. do anything. And that's. And that's what I think really is significant about this film, I think, is that it, it has that. Is that you're like, okay, like, Issei Morales, you're like, oh, shit, like, I don't watch movies and see someone like that. Especially in the 80s. Yeah. yeah. Ba- back in that time, you're just watching fucking, you know, Sixteen Candles in the Breakfast Club. And look, Judd Nelson's character in the Breakfast Club should have been Mexican. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Judd Nelson's character should have been Mexican yeah. in the Breakfast Club. Well,
1: yeah, not I guess not in Chicago, but... Okay, he should have been black. Yeah, something.
0: He should have not been white, is what I'm saying. Because we're the real rebels. (laughs) White people aren't rebels. White people just shoot up schools. We do cool stuff. (laughs) Whoa. Real rebel shit. No, I I feel like uh, I just want to say this real quick before we give our final thoughts on LaBamba, and see if we're going to let it in. I just want to say mm-hmm. that a lot of times on this podcast, I probably say a lot of bad things about white people, but <laughs> I, I'm not racist against white people. I'm just, it's just funny. He loves because, the Donnas. You know, yeah. yeah. I'm looking for a Donna myself. Where well,
1: are the Donnas honestly. at? DM us, <laughs> like Crap us. Rat
0: me. So, LaBamba, Andrew, what are you... Okay, so we, we I want a last... Uh, like a last stand. Right. So, last you, argument you, you, like, yeah, bring it, man. Imagine we're, imagine closing argument. Imagine you're looking at all of our faces and we're like, no, we're not going to let it in. Give us that final convincing moment. But I think most of us are pretty convinced in a way. But I'd like to just kind of hear all sort right. of a this closing is why LaBamba yeah. deserves it. And I want to hear everything from, you know, why it deserves a release on Blu ray or whatever. Just give it to us.
4: Alright, well, where this movie lacks in the cinematography and uh, you know, color correction and things like that, it has the soul and it has the heart and it hits people in a way that you might be able to watch these, you know, Avengers Endgame or, you know, these these big budget movies, but a lot of them don't have the soul that I think La Bamba encompasses. It ends in a bad note. It ends when you see um, Richie's mom, you know, yeah. hearing the news for the first time, it's gut-wrenching. It still gives me chills to this day every time I hear her getting the news. And the whole family's kind of hearing it at the same time. And Bob runs over to the house to make sure his mom's okay. Um, and then the, it cuts to even his manager was sitting in his car listening. He can't believe the news. Um, and you know, it's, it's a feel good story. It, it might not end in, you know, a good way, obviously. Well, every time I see it, I don't want a Richie to get on the plane anymore, yeah. but he does. And, but you, you see his, the evolution of, you know, this kid that worked up in an apricot form farm, yeah. um, to kind of going into society. And then I think it actually at the. For the fifties, I mean, there was a racism, and yeah. they don't shy away from that in this movie at all. Yeah, so you you you're transported into this time frame. Um,
1: yeah, they didn't care wh- whether he went to class or not. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, he was late. Or that he was a, a, a famous musician. His, his dad, dad didn't give a shit. Yeah,
4: was he I like he literally that goddamn you know, jungle dude? Yeah, you say
0: yeah. more. Yeah. You would <laughs> think that he'd be able to show his dad, like he Richie Valens would be able to show his dad some some fedia and be like, "Here, I got <laughs> some cash." Nah. The white guy was like, nope, you're still yeah, dark. You're still, yeah. yeah, you're still Italian. What are you, nice Italian? <laughs> um,
4: and then, you know, it, with, with the performances, yeah, it, it was a young Lou Diamond Phyllis, but I would, I would give it back to Issa e. Morales. Issa e. Morales steals the show for me, Yep. and I think a lot of people in this movie, yeah. but he's a cool guy, you know? He smokes weed and shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, get a, a little mota in our love <laughs> Richie is square. And that's another
4: thing about this movie. It's very quotable. Yeah. yeah. If, if you run into anybody and you ask them, hey, have you seen LaBamba? And they're going to reply with, you know, like some kind of. Oh, yeah, like, it's the it's the middle G. finger thing.
3: I mean, yeah. there's not a video podcast, but the middle finger thing when he, at the beginning, when is it, Oh, your R-
4: yeah, oh I, I, broke, I broke my finger. Oh, let me see. Let me see. And he just gives them the bird. And, yeah, like, yeah. that's when you you know, like, damn, these guys are cool to, yeah. be, cool to each other. Yeah. Um, And I, I think, I don't know, there's not really much more I can say about this movie that we all kind of don't feel and, and, and appreciate. Um, but like I said, this movie, five out of five. Odonis. Okay.
0: Alright. That, no, that's that's not that's, that's a good argument. Yeah, that's like a good that. argument yeah. for it. Nacho, are you gonna let let's hear your final thoughts on it? Are you gonna let it in? Are you gonna let it out? Give us all you got to say. Even if it's long. Come on, tell us baby. Even if it's long. All all right.
3: I wanna I wanna hear what you gotta say <laughs> about La Bamba. Yeah, man, so La Bamba... 87. I saw this as a kid. I thought I was fooled. I thought Lou Lou Diamond Phillips was uh, Mexican. You, you know? Apache, Yakuza. You know? I didn't I did know. I he's mean, I'm gun, half baby. Bolivian. I, I look indigenous and I look, you know, sometimes different, you know? So Lou Diamond like, Phillips is going to play you in this <laughs> movie of the podcast. This guy's, my, this guy's role, my cousin, you know? And we're um, going to admit that's
0: going to happen. He's going to play you. Macho the, the Diamond Phillips. <laughs> <laughs>
3: but nah. Um, yeah i mean this uh, in, to me as a kid watching it and growing it's an inspiring movie thinking you know not only yes he's mexican mexican-american so that's different you know where i i mean i may have seen films where it's just spanish speaking you know but this is like this rock star this kid you know and he speaks english but he's mexican you know so it's something that was yeah. inspiring to me something like oh i want to play music speaks i want to play well, guitar, he doesn't speak you know? mexican he doesn't
0: speak he mexican. I'm mexican. and mexican yeah. Because he actually doesn't or Spanish. speak English. He does Spanish. No, I'm, Spanish. I meant, I'm yeah. sorry. Did I say that? But he was saying you, you speak kept, Mexican. So you oh, I, I didn't mean
3: to say that. I meant he doesn't speak Spanish. I actually speak Spanish. I'm fluent. But, no, you know, you like... You speak Mexican, not Spanish. I, I speak Mexican, too. Do you speak Taco Bell. Oh, my <laughs> God. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but, yeah, no, it's... Uh, I... I... I'm laying it in. And the reason I'm, t- I'm telling you this... In? I'm, laying it I'm voting this in. So, um... Story wise, I just I just love this this the yeah maybe some of the acting is a little bit over the top you know but memorable relatable I just again I I think uh, Jordan brought this up earlier but yeah I think I love Bob Isai Morales but I think the mom is, the mom is the, is the one is, who steals the awesome. show in this and it, you know
1: I want to see more of her too you know? yeah as no, much seriously. as as much as we saw Bob like. I wanted to see my m- mom more too, because I felt like she she's had also a bigger like, part. You know, really
4: protective of him, yeah. of, of Richie. You know, and that, I think that ties into the end of the movie. But like when Bob King comes to the house for the first time, he thinks they're just going to be these Mexicans that only speak Spanish. But yeah, when she's like, right. "We can speak business, yeah, we, though." Yeah, I was like sure, she's
1: down to be the
0: manager. <laughs> I know, I know. She, she, I mean, that's what I'm saying. She got him, yeah. those gigs. Show yeah. business, mijo. Show <laughs> business. <laughs> she's hard working for him, yeah. A- and yeah. that's what she she because she yeah, recognized she set the, the gig. She recognized the hustle because she is one of those moms yeah. who's like i know that you're talented mm-hmm. and i'm gonna support that and she and she knew that bob was talented too but bob was being a fucking idiot yeah she knew she, to, yeah. she was ready to support that fool in his drawings and all yeah. that shit but he wanted to be a fucking idiot and that and you see that a lot and, that, and Bob tried.
3: That's, I, I feel we have we have to give him some. Sure, points. but that's he the thing it. is that he was older at that point too, though. Like, yeah, he yeah, yeah, he, 50, yeah exactly. he was like fifty where
4: Rich was forty seven. So.
0: Exactly. Bob was having sex with high 50's school. 50's the cutoff thing. for Christ's sakes. <laughs> Crazy stuff. Uh, yeah, but that's how it happens. Um, back, especially back in the fifties. It didn't matter how old you were, uh, yeah. these dudes would just kind of be like, "Be my wife," and, yeah. uh, and they take throw you, you on their, on their really, Indian yeah, bike, really and pump a bunch of kids out. in you, and then leave. Yeah, <laughs> <bounce>. <laughs> pump a bunch of <laughs> other kids, yeah.
3: But yeah, no, back, Sorry. back, back to this movie. Yes, the cinematography is nothing special. You know, it's it kind of at, at times. I don't know, maybe give you a TV. Movie
0: it does feel, a little bit, right, but... a little bit.
3: But no, I think. Overall, story-wise, and just... I I mean, I would like to see... I think most everyone is alive who's, who was in this movie, right?
1: Except Elizabeth Pena. She oh. just passed away.
3: But I don't know, man. I, w- I would like to see like some features <laughs> that go a little bit more into... You know, just what was going on with the making, you know, like uh, speaking to the family, you know, what they brought to the movie because they didn't know too much about a story. So they were the ones who, you know, provided all the facts, right? The violence yeah. the family. So just Bob,
4: maybe the some real Bob special... actually died recently, though. Yeah. And the mom passed yeah. away Cheers before
1: La Bamba actually got released, right? Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. yeah. Just like right Never before. mind. Yeah, I vote this. Happens. I'm not voting this
3: in. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just calm, man. No, no, no. But, you know, all that said, I would like to see some special edition to this. I would like to see some extra features, some more into making this and all that. So, yeah, I'm going to vote in.
4: The DVD does have, a, like, small, like, director commentary, you know, your, yeah. your standard stuff. Uh, but, yeah. So I would like to see an expansion to that. Yeah. So, Nacho, one vote in. We got one vote.
0: We got one, one vote in. Vote not- no one vote We got one. Diego, what are you doing? What are you doing with it? So, okay, La final boomba. thoughts.
2: Uh, going into this watch, I wasn't that excited just because I had seen this movie so much. So oh, I was take like, it oh, easy. Man. But, but, hold on. But, but. But. Um, Uh, But after I watched it, I started kind of like, I went back to like that, like my nice nostalgic feeling of it, but putting that aside, because I wanted to reflect on what this brings to, you know, like maybe something now that's something that's more relevant or, you know, even the cultural aspect to it. So I think this uh, says a lot about not just the time that it was, uh, that it's portraying, but also the time that it was made, Uh, like you guys stated, films like, Um, like this with, you know, Hispanics and Latinos weren't really seen during that time. So that's one thing that I found important. Another thing, too, is the director, writer, um, and also the person that it's based on, both were like pioneers in their own, like, uh, you know, art form. Uh, The director being a playwright and a writer and also doing this type of film, like, you know, Hispanic, uh, Chicano, pride type movie um and then you know the person that it's based on which is a chicano rock and roll like what he's labeled as a pioneer of and i think those things are important and they should be uh kept um uh, preserved in the canon and if it's captured on film this way i feel like yes it might be lacking in the cinematography aspect of it but like you guys have stated it makes up it in the storytelling and the fact that it also the, f- the family was so closely connected to it, you know? There is a yeah. lot of interviews with uh, each individual um, family member that was a part of it, so it would be cool if they kind of gather that up and, like Nacho said, kind of see interviews up about it and, and um, referring to their time spent on set and stuff like that and what they contribute to it. Um, just done with higher quality, and also this movie, it could be brought up in higher quality, would be great, too. But yeah, man. I mean, at the end of it, I was like, you know, even in tears, just because like you, we know that he dies, but for some reason, we want to like be like, no, this time he's not gonna he, die. And- every time. Hey, died young, forty-seven. Yeah, yeah, forty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> <A> young, forty-seven. A <laughs> uh, young forty-seven. But yeah, man, I, I I'm voting this in too, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. there's no reason right. why. He okay, hey, well, nice. that's
0: two. We got two, Mondo. What are you saying? Last thoughts. Yeah, like
1: same with Diego. I like I tried not to come with it with it the nostalgic feeling, you know, and tried to really watch this as a film. Cuz yeah, I saw it a bunch as a kid, like mm-hmm. me and my brother like when we watched it like when I was younger, it was kind of a comedy you know, just because of Bob, you know, yeah. Yeah. it was just like, it yeah. was just like the, one of those, like, you know, just yeah. when, when we were younger, we'd those watch guys with, with
0: yeah, our, yeah, yeah, Daniel brown yeah, and, and it would be like a funny thing yeah, so like yeah, quote it. for sure. yeah. yeah. It's, it's just one first, of those. Yeah. 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 <laughs> how you say that and you're like, what?
1: Just the way what he looks I at the <laughs> shot, like he just like sn- sniffs it. Yeah. And just looks at the shot. First, I'm my last. takes it you know so you get canceled for some shit like that now but like (laughs) you know like like when i was younger like me and my brother we just laughed at those kind of things and it was just funny and like quotable and just like and that's just to say about the film like yeah i I, have as we all said like the cinematography isn't that great the shots like they're not like memorable like you know these captivating things you know where it's just like super cinematic you know they're kind of it kind of just almost just showing the story, you know, and that's kind of makes sense because the guy is a playwright. So he's just kind of not really thinking that way. Maybe right, just right. thinking for the stage. Yeah. You know? And that's not a bad thing because of the performances he gets from the films. Like, you know, yeah. it's jumping off the screen like these like these characters are like, oh, fuck, we know I we know these people like and we're getting yeah. mad at these people for doing these things. Yeah. But you have to remember that they're actors, they're acting and they're not these people that they're portraying on the screen but it's like you know it's just how good their performance is and how it's jumping off the screen and like and the story is just you know and it's not like it's a it's a biopic but it's not just a greatest hits where most biopics are where it's just like you know like great like you know like great moment after great moment after great moment you know like You live with these people for a little bit, you know, they're on the, they're not that much on the farm. They're not, it's not too long that they're there, but you know, you get the sense and then right away you just get their family life, you know, him just struggling at school, like trying to be in this band and stuff Dude, like he tries, that. You try to join a multicultural
3: band. They have a, a black guy, an Asian yeah. guy, oh, and yeah. a white guy. I forgot the Asian guy was 67. You see how old yeah. that guy was?
1: He, that was people, a very not, strange not high school many, band. Not many people. That was yeah. a
0: very strange high school <laughs> band. High school, right? Yeah. I oh, was, yeah. was the and only old guy old that old played band. bass yeah. in the neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We need not, a bass
1: player. Not many people play bass they back They got their math teacher but
0: Uh, all those guys are old the silhouettes were older silhouettes that's why they were called the silhouettes
1: they were former selves (laughs) that's all that's left (laughs) but you know it's just one of those films that like captivates you no matter like it's the story the the acting like and this should be preserved like it's crazy that this i don't know like richie valens is like now like he's not like really remembered like you know a part of rock and roll and all this even like buddy holly or the big bopper you know like the day the music died that song like as much as i hate that song but i mean at least it kind of like brings attention to what happened yeah you know their death yeah you know and all that and there hasn't been a good movie about that and that's kind of i mean besides la bomba i'm saying i guess you know i don't i don't really remember the buddy holly story one with gary Busey or I mean, I don't, made it, i've but, seen yeah. it
0: yeah they have a buddy holly yeah. movie with gary Busey. it's been but a while since i've, I've seen, haven't it, but seen it in a long i don't time, know but how the, i mean obviously they must end it but the I same heard, way but
1: i don't know but i heard this is pretty accurate you know except for the donna story which well, is kind of like
0: that's what i think that's kind of one of the reasons why it it, it it comes off in in sort of just that he's not worried about like you said he's not worried about making cool shots and stuff yeah. he's trying to just show you the story yeah, how it people, really was you know, yeah, like yeah, a sure. playwright
1: would do you know for yeah. the stage and stuff and so that's i mean that's saying a lot you know like that it that it still holds up and i watched it you know this week and it's like yeah i still i got teary-eyed when right. bob runs to the, the mom's house and yeah. she's just like he rich pushes, is not rich yeah, not his, my ankle his leg on the fence, yeah it's just yeah that's just like a like a little like that shouldn't have happened, yeah. but, like, he sells it. It like, works. Oh, yeah, but it adds it makes, to it. Yeah. It, it makes it
4: look like, fuck, he must have run
1: far. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. He can't even jump over this yeah. little yeah. fence. Yeah, it makes it more, like, just believable and, like, just, like, kind of organic, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, I noticed that, too. But, yeah, so, I mean, I have – I just have to let it in because this story, like, there's no – no one's told this story better than Labamba has told it, you know? Yeah, yeah hell yeah. it needs to be remembered.
0: Okay, all right. That's three. I mean – it's pretty much in. It's in. LaBamba's in, but I'm going to give my final thoughts. I would like on it. to hear
4: your final thoughts.
0: But it is pretty much in. And again, here's my final thoughts. I think it should be too. Unanimous. Be- yeah, because honestly, like everyone pretty much has said, this is a solid look. As like you said, we have inside Lewin Davis. That's East Coast. This is a really good uh, Southern California, West Coast, West Coast kind of. Northern California kind of look at this Mexican-American lifestyle where we don't have movies that really do that. They do. You, you might have like Mi Familia and stuff like that, but it's only this one in Selena that we really have that are about artists. They're yeah. about, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's no, you know, there's tons of fucking... You know Bob Dylan's and Kurt Cobain's and movies yeah. and shit about those types yeah. of people, but we don't really get anything that's about Steve Jobs. Yeah, you have all that shit, <clears throat> but you don't have Mexican American shit. Like, I mean, I think we have a Cesar Chavez movie that Michael Pena did. Oh yeah, but that's right. It you know it wasn't really on the radar. It wasn't a movie like this, like La Bamba and Selena, where we were all just like, oh shit, we all, literally, we all rallied around it. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. You you can't, whether you're Mexican-American or whether you're just, you know, Chicano or Latin-American in any sort of way, you can look at these films and be like, oh shit, this is, I love this shit. I, the, being a kid, you look at this and this is inspiring to you. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. these people look like you, they sound like you, and, you know, not that I ever needed movies to, be like that for me yeah I never looked at it that way it's really nice to have films that are done in a good way again I would love to pick apart the fact that the cinematography and all that stuff isn't up to par with something that I would like to Mm -hmm. see but the cultural reference of it the acting from the mom Issa Morales I mean, just the fact that Louis, Louis Diamond Phillips was put on the map because of La Bamba. And he should he owes Mexican-Americans his career. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. That fact, it's in.
2: All right. It belongs yeah. in. Yeah.
0: Hell yeah. yeah. La Bamba is in. Ooh. But seriously, but also another thing, too. Really, the main reason is I would love to see some great... New cover artwork for it. Yeah, like, yeah,
4: the one with LDP on the front. It's kind of like uh, I mean,
0: yeah, all the ones I yeah. looked up, you know, they don't look basic. very good. It's like, fine, you know. but it's just basic. I'd love to see some great cover art. I'd love to just see a collection of because if Criterion's gonna do something, if they're gonna put this movie out, they're gonna like put it out and they're gonna try to
1: pick apart that. Yeah, what well, you were gonna say? Maybe like dig for some live footage of the real Richard Allen. Right. Yeah. And like, and I try also, to look but, like the, but, for that American also Bandstand it, performance or something like that. you know. And,
0: and also in the way that Inside Llewyn Davis, the way that they... All their special features are about that music scene. Mm-hmm. They would be able to dig into that because I would love to sort of see you know that how the big bopper richie valence and buddy holly were partying just even how people were there
1: (laughs) in the san fernando valley when richie valence was playing how people were feeling about it how people like yeah how people reacted
2: when the bomb la bamba was released
1: did donna's dad really think he was italian (laughs) (laughs) we all need to know yeah
0: it'd be great to just listen to a bunch of white people explain how much they love la bamba yeah Because seriously, (laughs) yeah, that's (laughs) yeah, that'd be awesome. Because that's all the that's who really that's why he's a famous person. Yeah, because the white people love. Yeah, they
2: they ate it up. Yeah, and so
0: that's what we so white people
2: run Criterion
0: Collection. (laughs) Let's get the white people excited again. Put Labamba in the collection. Put Labamba in. in. Yeah. Yeah, get it in there. Hell Andrew, yeah. Yeah. thank you for bringing this. Yeah, yeah thank it you. was really a good, it was really cool to talk about this. I don't think
1: any of us would have brought that. Maybe no, no, probably yeah, not.
0: But it was between this
4: and Peavy's Big Adventure. So
1: oh well, that's Ooh. a good one too. That's another damn, one. damn. Yeah, well, next oh, time. Yeah, we'll, yeah, oh
0: yeah, we'll bring you back around with that. I yeah. like that. Yeah. All right, thank okay. you guys so much for listening. La Bamba, Inside Lou Davis. Please check both of those films out. Obviously, if you're listening to this, you've probably seen La Bamba. Come on, right. Yeah. I, would so. Bamba, I would hope so i would hope so yeah it's just again yeah. we're men of a but certain you, age but if you haven't seen, seen a man of a certain culture you, you <laughs> women women of a certain culture women yeah. of a certain age you've seen la Bamba, you know yeah. what it's about you love but it but if
1: you haven't seen it in a long time check were, it out again rewatch yeah. for, for, sure. for sure yeah
0: for sure but and also check out inside lewin davis up. because just it's just got yeah. you know that's a great film it's just a great film good Corn brothers can't go wrong with it yeah absolutely yeah exactly thank you guys for listening I'm Jordan Garcia. Please follow me at Young Jane Fonda on Instagram. And if you want to follow me on Letterboxd, I am at Jody Foster Army on that. Please follow the Criterion Cult on Instagram at Criterion Cult Pod. And then follow us on Twitter at Criterion Cult. That was a lot. A lot of terrible ats, but please follow them. mondo where can we find you
1: yeah i um, save underscore mondo at uh add in, on instagram and um, twitter and letterboxd oh yeah uh
2: diego diaz you can find me on instagram at mrbeast 88 also uh rate the pod comment us give us uh give us some feedback let us know how we're doing on itunes on uh, yeah
3: itunes please yeah you can rate us wait what's the rating system on, on there just five stars. Yeah, five stars. So, just five uh, you stars don't max. have to
0: give us five stars. Just say something about it. If yeah. you're just like, "Oh, this shit sucks," you guys need to learn how to speak or something. Put that so that
3: we can <laughs> learn. You know, yeah, anything so we can know at least. Yeah, Please, right. anything. <laughs> um, but yeah, my name is Mach- Macho, 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 Nacho, Macho-, Macho, 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 Macho Man. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me. At he's off the map on Instagram, and he's off the map three twenty on Twitter. Yeah,
0: hell yeah, and then. Finally, our guest. Thank you our first guest on this podcast. First guest, yeah, Yeah, man, wow. Thank you so much. Uh, It's an honor to have you here. And it wasn't a
1: plane crash. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) No, it was. No, (laughs) it wasn't. (laughs) It was great. It was. It was a great time.
0: Thank you. Where can we find you? Where everyone follow Andrew? Where can we find you? Uh, It's it's me a three
4: k on everything. So I got that one locked down. Cool. Um, I don't have a TikTok yet, so maybe I should probably do that before someone else gets it. But yeah, it's me a three k. A lot of people think it's it's meek, and it's not that. It's it's A3K.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then again, you you heard it at the beginning. Follow his put me over podcast. Oh yeah,
4: please uh, put me over podcast. If you're into wrestling, check it out at yeah. put me over podcast. And uh,
2: where can we find that? Uh,
4: put me over podcast is available on all uh, platforms: Spotify, Google Play. Nice. Uh, we, we put videos up on YouTube cool uh, oh yeah
0: cool. so yeah awesome and then uh the sandy with andy oh yeah what, what, what when are you putting those out are you tuesdays. doing a new date because you because you said you switched
4: yeah i uh last weekend last week was the election and then this week i'm here so we did wednesdays at eight o'clock uh but starting next week we'll, we're gonna go back to regular schedule tuesdays at eight o'clock on instagram live
3: um, and then I'll put awesome. the replays on my feature. Check it out. Nice. Vote your sandwiches in. Yeah. Hell oh yeah, yeah. That's
4: another thing. My sandwiches—they're all voted by a democracy. So. Oh, nice. Everyone gets to vote on which which I pick ones that are up for the debate, but then people get to vote. So it's fun. It's fun. It's uh, oh, a. Hell
0: yeah! Well, that's a, yeah. that's an even other great reason why we had you on this voting <laughs> <Yeah>. podcast. <laughs> You've got a thing where you vote too. Yeah. Hell yeah! Everyone follow Andrew. Get on that shit. Thank you yeah. guys for listening. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you guys. Have a good one. Watch these movies. <laughs>